Welcome back to the Alan Smithy Film Review. So, uh, Ben, we decided to, um, we've pivoted. We've pivoted away from low budget, um, you know, nonsense fare like Avatar and Top Gun. And we're going into only the most artistic um, uh, films, not movies that you can imagine. Films. And, um, Und film. you know, we're talking about some of the greatest directors of all time. Obviously, immediately come to mind Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steven Spielberg. Joel and Ethan Cohen. And, of course, Elizabeth Banks from, uh, from, uh, such musical fare as, um, Charlie's uh, Angels. Charlie's Angels. And, and uh, um, she did one of those skits in Movie 43. Yeah, but, uh, and, uh, she also is mostly known for Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect, yes. Mm-hmm, She's yeah. also, um, Katniss Everdeen, whatever she's her name is, you know. Uh, Everdeen, no, but she but says yes, it like that in Hunger Games. She would, uh, may may everything be something for it. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> she's she's a director she's of very, a film we yes, saw today. She is, and the film we saw today was based off the very true story of a um, an Ursine. Uh, Look at you going uh, with the uh, the the major. Uh, the yeah. scientific and name Leiden, uh, with a slight um, n- uh, n- aller- nose allergy, sinus allergy, <laughs> that um, uh, required a little bit of uh, medicinal assistance. Sure, uh, we are of course speaking of the very high-minded, um, Oscar-worthy fare known as cocaine. Cocaine bear, bear yes, folks. Cocaine bear. cocaine bear. And God bless him, and I really do mean that. Rest in peace. Uh, this will, of course, as his final movie, be remembered as the pinnacle of Ray Liotta's career. <laughs> um, uh, Ray Liotta is in this. He's he, not the only one in this, but he, he's true. definitely in this. Ice Cube's boy is in this. O'Shea Jackson. And um, You've got... Uh, that lady, you've seen her in a whole bunch of Carrie stuff. Carrie Russell. Yeah, yeah, Carrie Russell. Uh, yeah. So, Carrie Russell, of course, best known for her... Russian accent as an American accent in the movie in the show The Americans. Right, right, right. Or in her um, teenage accent from uh, was that Dawson's Creek? What was she in? Oh, uh, Felicity. Felicity, same difference. Same difference. Yeah, nineties, nineties uh, dramatic fair. And of course, also known as uh, she was in Mission Impossible Three. I don't know. I don't. I saw her on Broadway a couple years ago yeah. and burned this but with Adam Driver. I Broadway. do see everybody. That's fair. I also I also saw another Broadway actor in yeah. this. Uh, we'll get to them eventually. Will um, we? Yeah, but then Alden Ironreich, whatever his name is, Solo. Yeah. Solo's in this. Yes. Oh, forgive me, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Yes. Uh, the guy who climbed up the tree and didn't make it all the way down. Right. Just saw him on Broadway back okay. in January yeah. in a play called Take Me Out. Uh, he's from Modern Family, yeah. uh, the redhead, the mustache kid. Yeah. Um, and then you have other people you've seen in other things because they are character yeah, actors everywhere is, in this, this thing. This is a good showcase for character actors, particularly ones that live in or around Ireland, apparently. <laughs> That's where um, this was filmed. Not. Not in the Chattahoochee Forest, Definitely which would not, have you believe. Not where it is set, because obviously there's not a lot of movie production in Atlanta, so it's hard to get a film made down there. So, got to go to Ireland. I mean, why not? I mean, I, I, they're just too busy, I guess. I, there's, there's, I think, Stranger Things takes up all the, all the production. When I think of going on the Chilhowie Skyway, for example, on my way to Helen, Georgia, because keep in mind, this movie is basically set where we live. Um, the main thing I think of as I look out across the plains with the large you know, mountains right. uh, coming through the Blue Ridge Mountains is the rolling Irish hills. Um, <laughs> the other fun part about this movie is this, this suffers from what I like to call Iron Man 3 disease. Of We have an idea. We have heard that a city exists near where this is set. 
So we're going to make sure a key part of this is in Knoxville, Tennessee. Right. Which is, of course, two and a half hours north of the Georgia border. Which is where this is supposed to take place. And everything happens in the North Georgia, Unicoi Forest, uh, Chattahoochee Forest. Yeah, Ch- Chattahoochee it? Forest. Yeah. It, it's North Georgia, folks, because the, the basic premise is that a uh, prop plane flying in the middle of the night yes. over uh, X Forest, fill in the blank, drops yeah. off cocaine. The guy jumping off passes out, doesn't make it to the ground. He's dead. And there's but cocaine then, but, scattered all over the wild and down down below. But when the guy himself, by the way, I recognized him from something. I recognize him. I don't know what from. Yeah, I know. Though. I don't um, know what from. Anyways, uh, obviously, this prop plane, um, right before he was going to jump himself out of the plane, uh, it um, engaged the ramjets from the dark store from uh, top uh, uh, from Top Gun Maverick so that it could you know fly 200 miles within about four seconds. It, no, you have to think because the, there's a real there's real news clips in this yes. okay that you see. So this actually did happen back in the 80s yes. where they have Tom was it Tom Brokaw yes. whoever it was with the actual like it's not deep faked. It actually was a news story and happened. the and the plane actually went the body came down in Knoxville. So yes. there's, there's a news story in Knoxville took place, but. That all the cocaine was dropped off somewhere in North Georgia, according to this movie. Find now, a map in the actual <laughs> when it actually happened. It happened between the Kentucky border and Knoxville. The one thing to know, because it's very obvious that the Rolling Hills of Ireland is the important piece here, because that's where we have to film. We have to film in Ireland. Is that there are no mountains, smoky or otherwise, near Knoxville. So we had to find a place where mountains are. Which is, of course, North Georgia. Just, they end at the Tennessee border. And it becomes plains like Kansas, and then it picks up again in uh, North Carolina. And right. Kentucky. I, I mean, it's really you can't. There's no like it's defining. A very strange choice. Yeah. It's there's no defining characteristic of and the North not, Blue Ridge Mountain Forest. None there's of no them like had North Georgia accents. Because <laughs> while I may fail at a Scottish accent on demand. I'll tell you right now, I do not fail at a North Georgia accent. Well, I know exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it is up in the nose because that's an Appala- Southeast Georgia. Appalachian accent. Southeast Tennessee, northeast, Northwest Georgia. Do not touch the trim kind of accent. <laughs> and nobody in this movie had that. You basically so. add syllables to single syllable words. Listen now, uh, you got to drop some letters too. Like the bayer. Like bowl of peanuts. Like bayer, cocaine bayer. Yeah, and, and let's say that you're uh, you're you're too weak to say the word bear. So you're going to sit there and you're going to sit and go, buh, buh, buh. <laughs> but you got enough energy to pick up a stethoscope. <laughs> And whisper it into the nurse's ears. Hold it up to your head and say in a normal non-whispering voice, Bear. 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 There's a so, bear, folks, and the bear, bear the, the bear, bear finds because bears are just, you know, yes. looking for anything out in the world. They mostly eat like grass and bugs and everything and yeah, occasional yeah. meat. But this bear got into a little, a little, yeah, a little white sugar there. A little, 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 uh, little nose candy little dropped too in the much. sky. And I'm, no, yeah. I'm no scientist. I know that like, you can overdose on cocaine yeah. as a human. Yeah. And bears are not dinosaurs, right? Bears are maybe three or four times the size mm, of a human. Actually, a black bear is about the size of meat. <sighs> well, that, okay, that's another thing. <laughs> Most black bears are not as big as the one in this movie. This one was a grizzly bear. This one was a big bear. (laughs) This one was a like Pacific Northwest grizzly bear. It was darker than a grizzly bear because I mean grizzly bears to me are more like a light brown. This was like more maybe it was uh, the burnt umber, burnt something. Yeah, wasn't quite as black as it should have been, which is hilarious because they made that a point of the movie. Like, well, are you sure that's black and not dark brown? No, an actual black bear is black. And they talk about the opening credit says you know when black bears are not uh, you know a territorial, they don't attack humans. They have to like. 
defend their their yeah. their cubs and everything, but they're not just go after you just for going after you sake. Right. Kind of like snakes on a plane. Right. They have to be motivated. Yes. Uh, and there is definitely a motivation here in that this bear is very quickly, very rapidly ad- addicted, yeah. strongly addicted to nose candy. Yes. And he or she, excuse me, just devours it yeah. by the pound, by the kilo. And the crazy part was she put on um, "I Need a New Drug" and she had completely plasticed over her entire. Uh, oh wait, no, that's American Psycho. It's American no, Psycho. Um, this bear uh, gets a bloodlust yeah. due to being addicted, but can be distracted by the most basic things, or sometimes isn't isn't driven by bloodlust and will just fall asleep on people, or basically anything that they needed the bear to do they would cg this bear to do it yep yep uh this movie depends entirely on that bear not being able to take you out of the equation for you to be able to for you to be able to enjoy the bear at all um so pretty realistic ish for like PlayStation 4 graphics on this bear. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's got hair. It, it's got hair. It's got, it has, you know. Sometimes it has blood. It's, it's always about the, for me, animals, they just have, even with The Revenant, another bear yeah. movie, right? Yeah. It's it's a little too fluid. They haven't got animals down yet. Right. You see this with, like, deer in, in movies. You see this. Anytime they do, an, like, The Jungle Book Lion got kind of close Kenny sometimes. Valley. The Lion King got yeah. pretty close, bad as The Lion King was. Yeah. Pretty darn close. They didn't have the budget for this, I right. think. This was a, I mean, they probably greenlit it off. Cocaine bear, say no more. Well, Make the script happen. This feels much more like Elizabeth Banks was hosting SNL, and she sat down at the writer's table Thursday night and said, I am the host. I want cocaine bear. And Lauren goes, well, I don't think we can do cocaine. You know, cocaine's kind of an 80s thing. You know. a, no, I don't want to make the, my favorite hobby look bad. <laughs> And That's so spot on Lauren Michaels just seethed on it. And she, in a very like vengeance way, she said, I'll show you, I'll get between 20 and $25 million right, right. and make a mid budget movie in Ireland with as good a tax break as I can get. And we're going to have a cocaine bear. It's just, you wonder if some of the actors took a lower paycheck because they just wanted to have fun. Ray Liotta is not cheap. Let's, let's okay? step back. Ray Liotta. And and honestly, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell, yeah, not cheap. Everybody else kind of cheap. Work. Well, yeah, because Alden <laughs> Ironreich from you know Solo himself, yeah. Han Solo. What's he done? Hail Caesar. Honestly, if you had not reminded me that he was in Solo, I would have forgotten he yeah. exists. And Carrie Russell was in Rise of Skywalker. Yes, she was. Two Star Wars yeah, people two are in this big old Star Wars budget. I think that's all there was. O'Shea yeah. Jackson, he's yeah. fine. He's great. He's um, a good comedy actor. He does, you know, it, it's funny. You look at Ice Cube's um, dramatic shift away from hip-hop into the performing arts on stage and screen, and you see that uh, his son took a page out of that and kind of ran with it. A little bit. Straight out of Compton being um, a kind of breakout role. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to go so far as to say that this was a well-written movie, but... Um, it wasn't meant to be. So one of the things that we often talk about on the Alan Smithy Film Review while providing our expert financial advice is proper expectation setting. So, Ben, I imagine you, like me, weren't going into this expecting a uh, Richard Attenborough-level uh, no. world uh, docudrama on um, a situation that occurred in 1985, lasted a couple days, 
Because <laughs> FYI, Bear did not live through real situation. <laughs> did not occur. Bear did poorly. Um, because you know what? What's another thing that North Georgia and East Tennessee has more of per capita than pretty much anything else? Moonshine. Guns. And so <laughs> when you're talking about the woods where everyone with their guns are, cocaine bear didn't stand a chance. But um, this cocaine bear, however, is able to take several. Well, first off, Ray shot him with looked like a 45. Like yeah, a yeah, a little bit there. Um, the Ranger had, she had a pretty large caliber revolver. Um, as incredibly hilariously inaccurate as it was. But again, I'd say she was shooting 45s. So, you know, it takes a lot to stop a bear. Black bears less so. Um, Still. But, but there was a lot that went into this bear. Uh, additionally, as a D&D player, uh, that bear fell from great heights. And so, you know, I'd say about four or five D6 fall bludgeoning damage. So, you know, this huge health pull on this particular bear and and the cocaine was able to keep it going and i can understand i've heard stories of you you get crackheads hopped up on superhuman strength superhuman yeah strength, superhuman endurance however um there becomes a time where uh they just become bullet sponges and you you think okay this is you know possible with a polar bear which is truly an apex predator grizzly bear yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah. grizzly polar bear hybrid which they're starting to be more and more of which they will eventually wipe out canada and take over um <laughs> so sorry yay. yeah so yeah, it's, sorry it's okay. oh don't worry after after the water war start we all start moving north they'll just get squeezed out from the middle um so uh you know shout out to jess my friend from uh newfoundland um so this movie I went into it expecting, okay, I want something stupid. And you and I had talked about the upcoming History of the World Part 2 prior to the movie. Yeah. And you said, yeah. I really hope that it's not hacky. I hope that it's well-written and funny. And, you know, I, I quoted uh, Mel Brooks' uh, um, Funniest Money and Whittier Shitty. And this falls into the uh, hacky... Again, the all I do is I walk away from this thinking that was that was like laser cats from SNL. This was very much <laughs> just a a joke that they 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 made the joke and I went ha ha all right. And that was all you were going to get out of me. And then oh by the way, there's an additional 80 minutes of movie after that. It is it is a <laughs> skit premise that runs and you have to like like an SNL skit is only 4 or 5 minutes for right. good reason because you lose that bubblegum flavor of it and it has to you have to sustain it friends in some way. Some some movies get this right. It's very hard. There's a reason why Kung Fury is less than 30 minutes long yes. cuz Kung Fury is amazingly compact and fun and you know exactly what you're getting into the first 90 seconds. Yes. This has that going for it, and you're just kind of waiting for the next fun scene. Um, there are characters in this that ha make it fun. I'm glad it wasn't just like, okay, nameless victim number, right. number four coming yeah. up next. You do get to know them a little bit in a jokey kind of way, and they're kind of funny, and they're, I don't see kind of realistic. They're both, they're all flawed and right. kind of stupid. Yes. And just like, there's no, this is 1985, first of all. Mm -hmm. You don't have a cell phone to pick up. Correct. You have to pull to the side of the road and actually use a pay use phone. A pay phone booth, and then you're going to call, and it's going to be a right. recorded Miscommunication. Yeah. Um, was this like Slither? Was this like Tremors? Was this ah, like, you okay. know, movies that we kind of grew up on thinking, ah, oh, this is like oh, the, the old sa the Saturday night horror film and fun, the Saturday campy. afternoon edited yeah. version on TBS. Well, there's that too, yeah. yeah. Gosh, there's a bit of gore. Oh, my this. gosh. How are you going to edit this thing? Oh, the, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. 
there there is uh, they they do not shy away. There's no like let me just cut away and hear you screaming. Right. There's a little bit of that in the beginning, but boy, they they show you stuff. Yeah. Do you want to see? Yeah. Uh, uh, let's just say Ray Liotta's had the guts for this role. <laughs> oh man, he's so good. I mean, Jesse Tyler Ferguson hanging on by a whatever you yeah. know for the for the part of a lifetime uh, here. Kristen, if you're listening to this, I doubt you are. Do not see this movie. You do not want to see this movie. Is Kristen not like violence? Uh, she's got a gore thing. Gore this thing. Is, this, okay. Uh, this is a gore for the sake of gore. Uh, shock value. Uh, there's a bit of blood. There's there's a bit much in this movie. Uh, you will see the insides of various people's anatomies. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. All right. Um, first off, this movie entirely could have set up the Cocaine Bear Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Say that again. Cocaine Bear said the CBCU. Um, simple fact is that not only is well, first off they took they took the most dangerous predator that when it is introduced to cocaine is actually a, the most dangerous thing you can imagine, and they they made it wimpy. Of course, I'm not talking about beers. I'm talking about the North Georgia crackhead, and they had three of them. And very happily, in a really good hand-to-hand combat scene, uh, we got to see them dispatched rather easily as the wimpy little white boys that they are. Yeah. But there are other predators. You know, one of the fun one of the fun things about, say, King Kong, for example, is that he's on an island with dinosaurs that represent yes. a threat to him. Yeah. Yeah. The cocaine bear being a bullet sponge, being able to fall from great heights, being able to leap great distances, there was there was no danger for our, let's say, antagonist. I'm actually going to say anti-hero. I believe that cocaine <laughs> bear was an anti-hero. There should have been something that was actually threatening that could Yeah, he's, just, he's invincible otherwise. Yeah, and, and, and it's the reason why Superman will always suck. It's the reason why every one of the Superman movies is terrible is that it had unless you're Christopher Reeve who can just pour on the charm yeah he's the charm yeah then you get the Brandon Routh creepy it's not his fault <laughs> there's just bleh, nothing there nothing there and so if the there bear had is... been a threat to the bear if there had been a credible threat to the bear if if Ray Liotta had shown up with his big gun and he was in fact Robin Williams's father from Jumanji so he was that level of menacing but instead, from every step of the way, if you are human in this movie, doesn't matter if you're from the South, doesn't matter if you're from Missouri, you're incompetent. All humans in this movie. You're not in your element. The Knoxville Police Department, corrupt. Okay, because that's accurate. Um, you got... That's that one. 1985. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you got, you got every... You got, oh, I'm going to go down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go from Knoxville to North Georgia where I do not have jurisdiction. I'm going to go by myself with a handgun. To track down drugs that both the Colombians and an organized like, how <laughs> stupid do you have to be? The DEA existed in '85. Make the phone call. Um, yeah, like everyone in this. Oh, I'm. Oh, I got uh, our park ranger. I gotta get real cute and smell real good for when this guy comes by. Yeah. Oh, this woman's daughter is missing. Well, then I guess it's a good opportunity for me to try to hook up with uh, with this guy. The the character developments of this seemed kind of random. Like you think, oh, yeah. okay, I'm being told something about this character. Maybe that'll mean something down the road in this movie because you, you lay these little breadcrumbs and, oh, because you are this, this will play a part in whatever X yeah. part, plot point or defending the bear. or I mean, there's besides like the girl painting and leaving paint behind for her mom to find... Right. I didn't really see any connection to that. I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to give me something that's about the character, make it mean something. Yeah. 
uh, it just it frustrated me a bit because this movie has actors in it. It does. Um, it has actors. It, it has, has it has things going on, and it has attempts at giving us little snippets of backstories for everybody. Like this felt very much like a one shot D and D campaign where I'm reading. I have a one paragraph description of who I am and then what I'm supposed to do. Well, and, and it was inconsistent too. Like you got backstories and like the imagination, like quick to cut jump, you know, quick yeah. of people over here and future. It's like, well, okay, we're not getting that consistently though. So why are we getting it for this person yeah. or this group of people over here? Why was there a flashback to them stumbling across the hiker? Oh, spoilers. Um, trust me. You, <laughs> It's People in woods die. Spoiler alert. Um, there, everything else in this movie was linear, except for that one thing where they go, "Oh man, remember where we ran across that hiker?" And they cut to a hiker that's dead. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know. You just told us he's dead. You don't. We don't need the flashback for you telling us yeah. he's dead. So Elizabeth Banks had, is a good. I think she has ideas, but like you said, linear storytelling. Yeah. It's just in, it's inconsistent. It's not cohesive, which takes you out of things. Like, oh, I'm being moved around a lot. Like, so, there is something to be said about directors to know how to tell a story. Yeah. So, Ben, I have a theory, and this goes back to she's primarily a comedy writer. Um, is it possible that what actually happened was that Elizabeth Banks got a How to Make a Movie Mad Lib? <laughs> and so everything that was in here was the reason why it feels so random is that she was like, okay, we get to this point. Oh, I guess. Uh, oh, let's see here. Uh, a noun for a movie trope flashback. Okay. And then we have uh, internal organ. Oh, guts. Uh, and then we have um, how to kill a bully. Ooh, shot in the head. Like everything feels like it was prompts. Like it, the reason why I keep going back to Saturday Night Live is that this feels like if, if someone were to come to me and say, hey, this entire thing was improv, mm. I would actually be like, that makes sense. And then they went back and added the bear. Like, the whole thing was, all right, we're going to let you guys run around Ireland. Please drink all the Guinness and Jameson you want. <laughs> and even you kids. And, um, and y'all just say whatever comes to mind. We'll film it all. And then the most beleaguered, overworked, probably cocaine addled editor you've ever seen is tasked with all right turn this into a movie that actually that makes sense probably like this, probably not her intent making the movie possibly oh. but what if it was <laughs> i wish that we had the interview capability so uh liz can i call you liz um if you want to uh we are more than happy to have you on a special episode we would love to interview you we'll we'll do you over zoom or discord or something you know something real professional and uh, you let us know the the the, the movie make because there's a good chance i'm, I'm personally not in, planning on investing in the blu-ray to watch the behind the scenes uh director's <laughs> that's cut, a youtube's for damien director's commentary for this um so uh we'll need you to come on the show to let us know but anyways uh yeah, Ben, I left you nothing to go from there. No, so no, it's, 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 from this it's, it's fine. This this is a, a schlocky yes. like Saturday afternoon, quote-unquote, horror movie, but it's a comedy. You're not going to go into this thinking it's nothing else, uh, it, anything <laughs> else. It's, it's, it's meant to be... I think it's actually going to break box office records this weekend and be the number one movie in the country. Because yeah, not a lot's theater. out right now. Not a lot is out. And this is the fullest theater we've been to yes. in years. It, it must have been at least half full, which I mean, is... For, Maverick was full, but that was an IMAX. That was a year a ago, edition, too. A special edition. In terms of us just going to the Northgate 14, which is your yeah. regular old abandoned mall movie theater, right? This was a half full theater. 
I mean, it's half full theater. That was shocking to me. I think it's people are going just out of curiosity too. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, what def- am I going to get? I'm going to get something pretty special here. Yeah. Because it's called Cocaine Bear. Right. Let's eat some beignets, powdered sugar, and go have a good time. And just, yes, yes. Uh, uh, you know. Some fun dip. Some um, fun dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, uh, what, some what pixie are, sticks. Yeah, pixie sticks. Yeah. What other uh, powdery goods out there uh, would make you, uh, not that we're condoning doing drugs, folks. No. At I, I, all. I at we're all. We're saying uh, get yourself some confections. Uh, ben, I actually have apparently peer pressured you into becoming a Twizzlers fan. I like them. Uh, it's that well we, before the before the show started, folks. I have not traditionally been a Twizzlers fan, mm-hmm. and Damien kind of got me interested in them. I grew up a Red Rope guy. I'm a Red Rope of person, uh, but Coast. Red Ropes are, are way, way, way more able to. I mean, Twizzlers get stuck in your teeth too. But yes. Red Ropes are like gummy, yeah, gooey, They're like gummy instead of wax. Like you're eating rubber cement, yeah. and it's just really hard to get everything out of there. Cavity Kings. Um, but you know the good. I mean, I don't know what they make out of them, but it tastes like sugary wax mm-hmm. and chewiness, yeah, and it's correct. it's just kind of light. And, no, it's not too yeah. filling, and it's just kind of like, hey, strawberries hey. involved. It doesn't <laughs> taste like strawberry, but it's like strawberry was in the conversation. Yeah, I wanted to have something. And this is a quote unquote popcorn movie, but we had just eaten eighteen thousand calories at the local Chinese food eh, establishment you know, here in town. Eat. And got, uh, I, got, I got a ton of vegetables. I had a lot of cabbage, did, carrots. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I like Chinese food is that it's actually a good way to get vegetables. Yes, and this movie actually did a one quick scene where it promotes vegetables. The yes. bear does eat celery and the carrots in one scene. Yep. Uh, normally, uh, uh, vegetarians bears are, but uh, this when cocaine gets in your system, you just yeah. want to eat everything. You know, everything. You get the munchies. Yeah, uh, and and of course the young kid who did cocaine, uh, he was very <laughs> into Cardinal Crisps. Yeah. The, uh, the did you recognize that oh, cereal? No, I absolutely love how everything about the box was Frosted Flakes, <laughs> but like the font and the lines. But they changed out the logo of the chicken and they called it Cardinal Crisp. They turned a chicken into a cardinal. Um, 80s folks it takes place in the 80s. The vehicles, well, this, the technology. This cereal was did not exist. So this was a let's this was a let's rename something that people recognize. But the thing that I'd like to remind folks is that uh, the cardinal is of course the state bird of North Carolina, not Georgia. <laughs> Nor Tennessee. What a random so, trivia fact know, there. It's, it's a very, I don't know if they were just like, hey, the word cardinal fits here. and That's a bird. And kids kids associate cornflakes with birds, apparently. So there we go. That sounds good. Have you noticed how I keep not trying to talk about this movie? <laughs> the movie is just, it, it's an hour 40 it of uh, chasing an hour and 40 preceded and by three. 30 minutes of, trailers. of commercials and trailers. Yes, yes. It's getting worse. That's why more 30. and more people watch movies at home to avoid that garbage. This movie was uh, listed to start at 1.30. It started at 2. I mean, they, we're old enough, Damien, to remember the time when you looked forward to trailers because yes. there was no YouTube. Very true. There was no internet to go stream things. First time I saw a movie trailer streamed was episode one the phantom menace yes. in 1999 i'm like oh, it's on the oh, computer wow and i can listen to uh, duel of the fates over and over again um now it's just like commercial city and it's commercial city the other thing that i have to be mindful about in terms of the trailers is that they don't get a lot of movies that they can run the red bands on yeah yeah and so when they have an opportunity like like cocaine bear which is totally fun for the whole family bring your small children <laughs> Um, they're like, oh my gosh, we have an opportunity to run all of our red band trailers, but we still have to run the green band ones too, because we were going to run them anyways. They're already in the playlist on VLC player, because yeah. there's no actual projector back there. And so, uh, you know, you got 
uh, you get, just load all those files in, man, and we can show them all the Red Band trailers. And yep. holy crap, did they? And additionally, you know, Kevin Bacon's trying to sell us an electric Elantra or Sonata or whatever the hell that thing is. And Chevy apparently now factory lifts their trucks. Oh my god! So L- listen, let's let's talk missed opportunities. I want to talk missed opportunities because I think okay. there was missed opportunity. The missed opportunity was that there was not a coked up mountain lion. This is what I was talking about <laughs> the uh, the co- cocaine bear cinematic universe is that they could have added a competing animal scrambling to get cocaine. That is interesting. Okay, yes, like you talked about having no like the, in the movie Predator. Yeah, what's the he's the main guy, right? Yes, right. he's flawed and everything, but in this movie, the bear really has no. Has no equal. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No yeah. equal, right? And that would have been interesting to find, like, a coked-up alligator. Yes. A co- anything. I yeah. don't care. You're you already, already don't care that geography are, doesn't matter. Yes, it's you're already lying to us. Make to it create. Make a sloth, like, really animated all of a yes. sudden, you know? Oh, my gosh. The most... First off, living here in southeast Tennessee, visiting North Georgia, what is the one mammal that you see in absolute... Massive numbers. No, let's say you're at the Chattanooga Zoo, and there is an enclosure for a predator. You're still going to see one of these little guys in that enclosure because they there are so many of them, and they have no fear. A squirrel. Oh. Cocaine squirrels <laughs> could have worked as like their own mafia. Well, they're already jumpy enough, right? Yes, and then have them like just literally rocketing up trees or traveling, you know, whatever. Like they're so they could have they didn't they didn't have to go Apex Predator. There are so many options. There are so many Cocaine Raccoon writes itself. It does, and I, I'm glad they did the trail at least for like the movie called The Machine, but that yeah, comedian's so like, Hey, I'm sure. not the real cocaine bear, but like that. But why didn't they do a parody one of Nicole Kidman getting mauled by a bear? That would have <sighs> just set the right tone. Yeah, ben, I because mean because dreams feel like I know. love in the place I, like this. I know. Like, Whatever. Because they are. Uh, no, but that, remember like the opening of like a zombie land when like yes. the, the, the Columbia uh, like statue like starts beating up the zombie with her torch? Like, yes. That's the level that I'm, because that, that sets the tone. Okay. Yes. This movie did set the tone with an opening scene with Tormund from Game of Thrones and yes. his girlfriend. And it was like, okay, we knew there was going to be something that kicks this off. And it's all, oh, that bear is messed up. I think it's demented. Uh, and it's fun. I just don't know how much more fun it got from that yeah. from that first yeah, opening. It didn't. It it was one. It's the same note. Isn't it's F-sharp. a lot of the same notes. This and movie is a dial tone of a movie. I wanted to know, like, okay, if you're gonna make it stupid for an hour and a half, make it exponentially stupid. Yeah, make it dumber. Yeah. Yes. Okay, fish out of water thing. Oh, you're lying. Bears aren't like that. Oh, now I'm dead. Like, there's that development in the first half an hour. Actually, kind of goes along. Okay, <gasps> you're building things. Cocaine. And then bass. it just kind of stalls. On, it just kind of stalls after that, yes. and that's a missed opportunity because yes. this is a movie called Cocaine Bear. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the title leads you to think it's going to be like the funniest thing you've ever seen all year, or or just it doesn't, or not even. Perhaps it's not funny, but maybe it's going to be stupid and it's going to be crazy. That was the thing about this. This movie never went crazy. The trailer looked crazy. The trailer looked crazy. Yes. The trailer promised something this movie did not Well-edited trailer that teased you enough going, oh, man, we saw some stuff there, but I bet the movie's going to go up to 11. Yeah. I don't but think it ever got there. Every penny was written, every penny was spent on making the bear look as good as it could, given the situation. So we're going to license three C-tier 80s songs. We're going to play those songs in their entirety. Yeah. Every scene that there's an 80s song... She gets her money's worth. It is not just a clip for a second and they turn it off. No, the ambulance is going to play this one song you vaguely remember for the entire playtime. Because we've already bought the license. We're using it all. 
their choices were made. Um, what director could have made this what it needed to be? Well, you already said it. Uh, who did Zombieland? I don't know who's. I know you're talking about though, yeah. but I can't think of the name. Uh, I would absolutely. I'll tell you right now. Um, this movie. All right. I mean, the Duff- I want you. I want you to fight with. Yeah, Duffer Brothers. Duffer Brothers could have come in and done. I want it, you to fight me on this because I actually I keep going back to this. Feels like an SNL sketch. And if the Lonely Island, if this Ooh. was an Andy Samberg, Keeve, and Torma, that you look at something like uh, what was the, uh, the, the he was the rock star, pop star, pop never star. never stop, never stopping. That's the level of hey, you know what's crazy, but you know what's crazier, yeah, but you know dial what's the crazy, crazier, but dial you know what's up crazier. the crazy, yeah, yeah, going oh, or I mean yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen, bring yeah. him in here, yeah. You know, Elizabeth Banks, I'm sure you're very talented, but you're not there yet. Well, and additionally, Liz has a tendency to, and, and it's worked out for her so far. She'll say, all right, I'm going to get a cast, and it's going to have a couple folks that people kind of know, and I'm going to discover a bunch of people okay. that are going to be other things. Mm-hmm. And she relies on their personal charisma and their improv skills and, you know, that sort of thing to be able to make Pitch Perfect better than it actually should be, which is why Pitch Perfect 2 and 3 are exponential drop-offs because there's only so much you can invest in this. Right. And and I think there's going to be a four. Is there really? But, uh, you know, it's she she put together this ensemble class, and, she, uh, and she's like, okay, I got Ray Liotta. I can't wait to see what he shows up with. And he showed up with... And put him in the sequel. And, yeah, and uh, he shows up to this and goes, hey, I'm going to be dying soon. And... I'm exhausted, and you made me grow up my hair, and I have to play in a, a mafia guy again. I have kicked this dead horse. Right. I'm going to phone in every scene I'm in, no matter what. And you got you got uh, um, Carrie Russell. Carrie Rus- Russell. She's going to show up. Oh, I'm going to play a mom that happens uh, to be a nurse. Oh, happens to be a nurse. how convenient! Uh, we're going to make sure that she yells that. Oh, hold on, back up. Ben just ne- ne- he unlocked he unlocked. I do this, guys. I do this all the time. Uh, you're familiar with Chekhov's gun, right? Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. This is not Pavel Chekhov from Star Trek. The the premise of Pavel's uh, of, of Chekhov's gun, not Pavel Chekhov, of Chekhov's gun is that you <laughs> show a gun. Yeah. In the first scene, and it has to be pivotal to the resolution of the story. Okay. So. And you're gonna have a, you're not gonna believe me when I say it. What was Chekhov's gun? First off, a lot of a lot of attention was paid to it in one of the first scenes with the kids. With the kids. With the kids. Not, not with the couple. Not with the couple. With the kids. Okay. They made a point to bring up the part. They brought up that it exists. They brought up a deep investment and emotional attachment to it, and it appeared in the penultimate action sequence. And served no purpose. And it wasn't a gun. And it was, of course, the kid's weird-ass wrestling belt. Yes. Okay. Let's pay a lot of attention to this. Yes. And then he'll still be wearing it because, hey, we have somebody doing continuity, but it will serve 
no purpose. They, okay, I noticed that too. And I noticed he's oh, that's gonna like it's gonna block a bullet or it's gonna save Something. him from being disemboweled, which happens in this movie. Uh-huh. And he wasn't, and I just didn't notice it. Or maybe they didn't show it. Maybe his jacket over it. And then I suddenly at the waterfall scene at the end. It's, oh, there it is again. Oh, gold. it's gonna have some effect. And that's here we go. Back to my point uh-huh. about if you're gonna give me little crumbs and dialogue, make it mean something down the road. So like, yeah. aha! I, the intelligent watching viewer here, pay attention, and I know that that's gonna be a thing later. So I. Aren't I smart? This That's feels, called audience engagement. This feels like I went to a I went to McDonald's. This feels like I went to McDonald's. I'm about to say to a restaurant, but this isn't that quality. I went to McDonald's, and McDonald's is going to introduce their replacement to the McRib. Something big and exciting. They're promising we have this new dish. And you go to McDonald's, and they say, all right, everybody, sit down at the tables. We're going to start the show here in a second. You're like, oh, they're going to bring out their replacement. Whatever the thing is, I'm ready. And then what happens is that the manager sits down at a table and eats it. (laughs) And then Mm. leaves. (laughs) And everyone goes, all right, so when do we get ours? And they're like, oh, no, that was it. See you guys. That is the level of build here, here. Get invested. Here's some buildup. We're going to remind you. We're going to show it. You'll be able to see it. And then here is just existential emptiness. Enjoy. Goodbye. It's a little bit of a, like, you know, um, what's the phrase? Like you see something, but then it doesn't live up to it. Like, it's, it's um, I forget the phrase for that. But the trailer was awesome for yes. this movie, okay? Yes. And I, I was pumped about seeing this film. Like, oh, this is it, man. This is built for us. Built yeah. for the Alan Smithy Absolutely. Film Review. False advertising. Uh, there so, are fun parts of this, but it yeah. just never picked up steam. And so, to that point, and Ben, I want to recommend this to you in particular because I think it, you will enjoy this, but listeners, you might as well. I'm going to recommend another podcast. This podcast is both on you know streaming platforms, so you can actually watch a live performance of this on YouTube. The podcast is called Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. And Four it times. Is, it is a improv group that basically takes a premise and they do like a show of a panel podcast okay. of like experts from this field. And this most recent episode was trailer editors. I kid you not. <laughs> just totally, you know, just the, the, the I gotta hear this. It. It's great. And it's all all of the stuff about, oh, man, I cannot wait to see the first uh, two-thirds of this movie and then never see the last third because I don't care about that part. It's just the first two-thirds that I care yeah, about. Yeah, build me up. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ben, um, let's pivot just a little bit, if you don't mind. Uh, there, this movie uh, had music in it. Uh, they didn't use music to make you feel Mark things. Mothersbaugh did the music, folks, of, From, of Devo. Of Devo. Of Devo and Wes Anderson film. Mark Mothersbaugh. Yeah. Did it sound like a Mark Mothersbaugh score? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, he fell asleep on his keyboard and then turned it in. <laughs> <laughs> It was forgettable. It was very it forgettable. It had scenes. This there movie were had work. like all the ingredients. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm just addicted to metaphors today. Okay. Today's metaphor is we have all the ingredients to make Gordon Ramsay's sticky toffee pie, or yeah, sticky toffee pudding. Uh huh. Okay. With all the ingredients. Someone has told us the recipe. And then you and I have to make it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's (laughs) underbaked. It's underbaked. Like all the ingredients for the ingredients are there, 
but they weren't put together correctly. Well, it's it just like it's almost like it was. I don't know, like too many writers that rushed. Like, yeah. where did it drop off? But it, I mean, the blame lines with the director, right? So right. they're they're the head of the head of the team, yeah. and it just seems kind of undercooked. Well, that I imagine that like a lot of them felt like it was a bait and switch because they probably that's all the phrase I was looking for, bait okay. and switch. Yeah, they they probably all were promised. Oh, cocaine bear. Oh, sweet. What is the cocaine budget on this movie? <laughs> and then they got there, and she was like, No, you're. Just marijuana. And they were like, what? <laughs> but we're in Ireland. It's hard to get here. And they're like, ah, sorry. You know, you know what was funnier in this movie? The, the Family Guy episode where Brian gets into the cocaine. Yeah. That's like the first, second season. And it's yes. like, I remember I watched it with a guy. He used like a cocaine recovering. He was an addict. And he just could not stop laughing. He's like, that's exactly what it's like. Which <laughs> makes you think that Seth MacFarlane did a lot of cocaine. Makes uh, you think, yeah. Makes you think, yeah. makes you think. So, really and they, they kind of went to that level of crazy. And mm. you just want, you want Something. the film to go there. Even when the kid... Like inhaled a bunch of cocaine. Did we see an effect no, of that? They ate cocaine. A fifty-pound kid. Like ate the kid should have immediately died. A couple, of, like tablespoons with the cocaine, yeah. just swallowed it. Should have just spit up half of it. Both of the kids should have immediately died. Just I just bop, no done. effect. No effect. He got like I think he got a little hungry later. That was yeah, the only thing. Which he had the munchies. I've never been in, in under yeah, that influence, yeah, so I don't yeah, know yeah. if that's a side effect or not. But but I'm pretty sure like you know an entire like half cup of baking sugars worth of cocaine <laughs> in a 40 pound skinny child who clearly hasn't eaten in whose parents even said my dad didn't feed me today so this kid is running like i listen when i have the occasional alcoholic uh beverage if i haven't eaten it's going to have an effect on me yeah i'm 375 pounds this kid weighed less than my foot right and did enough to kill al pacino and so it's like <laughs> a small what horse. The heck? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, other movies of this ilk you should watch instead. I can think of a couple. We okay, mentioned like we mentioned yeah. Slither. We mentioned Tremors, which I think is more of a serious yeah. horror movie. Uh, but I'm gonna say Eight Legged Freaks with David Arquette. Um, okay. It's not okay. great, yeah. but it has some really funny scenes, in it, and it totally turns up the camp, and it ramps up the funny at yes. the end with like the attack on the mall. Like it does what it's like. Okay, you brought me there. Yeah. And there was that. There was that. That launch. This didn't have the launch. Yeah. And well, I'm, and all right. So let's see. You want to see? You want to see a crazy uh, comedy with bad CG, but that is still good? Check out David Duchovny's Evolution. That is a wonderful movie. It's okay? a great it's movie. So good. <laughs> I watched that like I had, had pay per view like for free during college for some reason. And the glitch in the Matrix. I had yeah. pay per view free for like a month, and that movie was on like repeat for three days. So I watched a lot of Evolution. <laughs> Julianne Moore sets the tone by walking to a scene, immediately tripping over herself. Yes. Like okay, serious actor. Uh-huh. Trip, this is going to be great. Yes. David Duchovny's in it. The guy Orlando Jones. Jones yep. uh, it's got you know Dan Aykroyd's in it. Uh, so it's good. it's so so good. Yeah. And it's it's it knows what it is. That's a wonderful analogy. And they, <laughs> they they filmed that all over Lake Powell and everything. It's just it's such a fun movie. That's dumb. Yes. It's bad CG. Yes. It's got the guy that was in American History X. The big you know uh-huh. giant guy lost all the weight. Yep. Forget his name. Uh, it's made in like what 1998 9? Yeah, I want to say 99. It, it's yeah, pushing. It. Right. If you haven't seen Evolution, guys, yeah. stream that. You will not. Reg- it's just such a fun, it's dumb really movie, yeah. and the ending is just so wonderful. It's horrible in here. You know, it's like <laughs> take the leg, take the leg. Like Orlando Jones just steals the scene. He is so good. He's so good, and I mean, David Duchovny playing the straight man. Uh, play, play, basically, well, David Duchovny trying to play Fox Mulder, but 
the Fox Mulder that hates Fox Mulder. That is yeah. his character in this. Of like, oh man, now he's going to be like, he's gonna, oh no, science is you know he gets the joke. Kind of folk. Yes, he gets absolutely. the joke. Little, little throwaway lines like I'm driving. Like yes. and the thing at the end with Julianne Moore. I don't want to say anymore. If you haven't seen Evolution, watch that. Not this. Correct. <laughs> it's so much fun. So, Ben, but you're, you're getting ahead of it. Now, I am off, getting ahead of it. You need to remember, and of course, you look at our, our classification in the Apple Store. It says financial services and technology, not, we have nothing to do with culture or film. Right, pick think. a category, it's going to be finance. Yeah, it's going to be finance. And because of that, we are here to give you the absolute best economic advice. You know, a carton of eggs, according to everyone I talked to, now costs $100,000. I don't really buy eggs. Um, I think that, you know, if they're $100,000, you just divide that. They come in cartons of 10, right? And so you just buy the one. 12. So it's just 10, 10 grand for the egg. I don't know why you need so many eggs. You know, just do what the Washington Post said recently. What did they say? Not Washington Post. It was, uh, uh, Blo- was it Bloomberg or somebody. They said, uh, you know, if you're, if you're too poor, just quit eating so much. Quit, just skip breakfast. They actually said, uh, if, if inflation is hurting you, the problem isn't record profits. The problem is that you are wasting your money on basic nutrition. You're eating too much. Yeah, you yeah. should stop. If eggs are too expensive, just skip breakfast was literally the headline. Anyways, uh, instead of that terrible advice, Ben and I are going to give you good advice. We're yeah. going to give you so much good advice that you might be able to afford one, one and a half eggs. I think I eat half an egg. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> you go in halfsies with the family next door. Um, so uh, you got you got you got to know where to put your money. And so recently, due to the uh, the the shifting changes of technology and culture here in America and around the world, um, we actually changed our score because before we had a four point scale, we, well, we had a four point scale. And you know, because, you know, we've been pushed to do five, but we don't do five because five is stupid. And we don't do three because three is not enough. We'd have a four-point scale, but we had to throw the four-point scale away. And what we've done is we've thrown it away. We do not have a four-point scale. Instead, we have a four-point scale. And the four points are now a number four. If we give it, it is not only should you run and see the movie, but we encourage you to see it again because you probably missed something and you will get an equal or greater enjoyment of this product through multiple theatrical viewings. Again, that is two movie visits. If you're buying a drink and a popcorn and some Twizzlers, you know, you're looking at three, maybe four eggs worth of movie going experience here. Three is, hey, go to the theater, support theaters because they're they're a dying breed uh we don't know how long it's going to be until in chattanooga we're going to have to pay uh, an increased price in order to uh sit at the nice seats we need or pay the really cheap price and then just walk up the seats we want because no one these these minimum wage kids aren't going to stop me um they really won't. I could have stolen those Twizzlers today. I didn't, folks. I paid for them. I just grabbed them. Like, yeah. I can just walk over yes. with these right now. No one's, the, the employees here don't care they're at all. There's no profit. There's no profit sharing at AMC. No, they're not paid. I'm not condoning co- uh, stealing. Do not steal. Do not do cocaine. Um, three is seat in the theater. Two is watch it on your streaming or broadcast service of choice. Right. Right. If you still pay. Four or five eggs worth of money per month for, for cable. Money's. Fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, you look at the streaming services. There, some of them are starting to go in from price. I think, uh, like, I think I just renewed Disney Plus, and I think it was like it was almost an entire carton. Um, and so you've got a lot of options for watching things at the comfort of your home, or maybe you're a person who likes to watch a movie while doing something else, or you're like my beautiful wife who. Uh, 
in the course of an hour and a half movie, we'll see at least four or five seconds of it as she looks up from her phone. Um, <laughs> Does she listen to this podcast? No. And then, uh, <laughs> hmm. and then uh, <laughs> one, however, we believe that if it is a one, that you should, in fact, run away screaming. We feel that the, the cinematic viewing experience of watching a movie that is a one will actually put you off not only on that movie, and all movies in general, but all performing arts, you will you will oh. cease to enjoy life. Like you're you're you will become a dark void that that uh, a crippling, ursine cocaine addiction is not going to help you. It will just be as as uh, a tumbling cycle of you need. What I'm saying is, and we're not sponsored. <laughs> what are you you saying? should go to BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp, please sponsor us. Uh, go to BetterHelp.com. You'll get a personalized uh, therapy session. If you don't like your therapist, you can change it. There's no hassle. Uh, use code somebody else's code for 10% off your first whatever. Um, you're going to need help. Because you saw this movie, You know, do, the, do go seek help for your family, for your friends, for your loved ones. Because you saw one, um, you are worse as a person. Like, what, was uh, the, what was the name of that Brad Pitt movie where he goes to space to rescue his dad? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say Hell Caesar, but I know it's not that. No, 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 um, no. Like the character Tommy Lee Jones oh, plays yeah, that yeah, movie. Yeah, he goes to Mars. Yeah, then he goes beyond that to then Jupiter. Beyond, beyond yeah, the Jupiter moon. Remember the Tommy Lee Jones' yes. psyche in that? Yes. That's a one, folks. Yes. What is that movie called again? It's gonna kill me later. Yeah, I get stuck on uh, Event Horizon, which is also an uplifting, fun family movie. <laughs> um, and great '90s CG. Great '90s CG. So uh, while Ben frantically scrambles to look up that movie, which I'm gonna look you're, it up. You're at you, listener. Me. We know, listener, you were sitting there, at Astra, listening to this, at so Astra, screaming at Astra at your computer speakers. But you and I, listener, <laughs> we knew this. We just wanted to hang Ben out to dry. Ben, yeah. If you were to assign, based off, do you need a refresher? Do I need to start over from the top? I, I just, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's a new system. New system. It's I a know. four yeah, point go, scale. You gotta go to four points, not four. Yes. You go to four, three, two, or a one. What are you giving cocaine? Bear? Uh, you remember that scene in the Great Outdoors when the bear comes through and pounces the door on top of John Candy and then goes, ugh, ugh. and that was a real bear doing that. Yes. The bear scenes in that movie were more, I, I remember I, the VHS when he, when Dan Eckward shoots the, like the hair off the bear's butt, mm-hmm. or, or, I rewound that on VHS probably mm-hmm. 87 times. Oh, wow. Laughing my ass off. That was just the, La- so, laughing the bear's ass off. So, it was a win-win. So, <laughs> so, so funny. Uh, this movie never ramped it up for me enough. Mm. I really wish it did. I, it's a kind of a shame. It had fun moments in it. Yeah. Um, and it just, if you're going to have a movie called Cocaine Bear, mm-hmm. go there. Bring it. Go to the level that I am seeing something new and so shocking that even me, the cinematic junkie, have seen so many things out there will be surprised yeah. and have fun with it. And there are few and far films like between out there that, that do that for me. Like Sasha Baron Cohen's doing yeah. stuff. Um, like Jim Cameron, when he makes a good movie, he's doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it just I struggled. I struggled. It wasn't boring, but I got to give it a two. It's okay, not going to get more than a two. It's not going to get. It's not a one. Right. It's not horrible because one is really like for you reserved yeah. for like the boring films. Yes. That's just like oh, come on like, now. Because bad can be good enough. Yes. Bad can be good enough. Yes. Boring is unforgivable. Do you know how many eggs worth of money you had to pay to see a boring movie? 
That is like buying eggs, getting home, and all the shells are empty, and you've bought the entire carton. Well, You're out $100,000. We don't have all the time in the world to see every movie out right. there, so we, we're selective. Yeah. We're, we're making those selections for your for benefit. You, to help you we're, we're giving you that advice, that sound advice that's going to say, mm, uh, you know, 170 films later, yes. Ben and Damien are giving me a good track record here. i got to go with what they go, their, their gut here yeah. and, and save my money and maybe yeah. wait for it for... Whatever it too is. Right. Streaming. So it's show up on something eventually and probably not in the too distant future. Uh, ben, so I'm going to agree with everything you said there. And I'm, I'm going to, because today is Damien's metaphor and analogy day, I have my final parting thing before I give it the two. You're in a mood. And that mood is that this movie could have been better um, if they had had less bear in it. Interesting. The Jaws uh, effect. The huh? Jaws effect. Because because they had to spend so much on a bear that didn't look very good. They could have saved that money, made the cocaine high, you know, the, the drugged out bear scenes, space them out, make them like treats. Oh, ooh, ooh, how delightful. Right. Oh my gosh, cocaine bear. It's crazy. And they've spent, you know, they've, they've either spent the same amount of money on shorter sequences so that they're better, or redirect some of the money to i don't know hire a good writer yeah yeah that's the thing where i think it suffers the most and so the jaws effect you know let ben ben's absolute favorite director of all time steven spielberg even he admits uh, whoa whoa has pump been, the brakes he, uh, it, he, just his absolute he wakes up every morning going fablemans fablemans and um steve <laughs> forgot his own lesson of treat the audience as opposed to give the audience everything they want. Like, yeah, yeah. It's this movie is all of the worst parts of having a little bit too much budget. This, this oddly enough, this movie would have been better as an indie film with really desperate people trying to overact and chew the scenery. Yes. Yes. Overacting. There was some, a little bit in here, but Carrie Russell, very reserved. Yeah. If you're going to have a title called cocaine bear, just go there. Yes. Just go there. I need we to want see you to go there. Carrie Russell pulling her hair, looking directly into the camera and screaming, cocaine bear. <laughs> the kids were more funny than the her. The kids were the best actors in the movie. It's just a missed opportunity. Yeah. It's a missed opportunity. And you have like, there's no other movie ever going to be made called cocaine bear. Yeah. yeah. That This was it. This was the cocaine bear movie. Yeah, because now, now Hollywood will go. Now we tried the cocaine bear. I mean, we even tried moving it from uh, uh, southeast Kentucky and northwest uh, northeast Tennessee. We did the best thing we can do, and that's to set it northeast Georgia and film it in Ireland. We've seen some movies with crazy <sighs> titles. I know there's a movie out there we haven't seen called Velocipaster. Yeah. Um, there are some nutty movies out there. Are there nutty movies out there we should see instead of this? Yeah. Viewers, listeners. We'll see, listeners. Don't worry. We've what are seen, they? We've already seen Birdemic. Don't worry about it. Um, so, Birdemic? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, uh, imagine um, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, yeah. but you only have two scenes of stop-motion birds, and so you use the same plates from that for all 40 scenes of the birds in the movie. Okay. Anyways, so I've seen Birdemic. Anyways, uh, You've seen th yes. we, saw, we saw Thanks Killing. We did see Thanks Killing. We surely did. So <laughs> you this got was a, stuffed. <laughs> this was a two from Ben. This is a two from Damien. I know that these podcasts are less enjoyable when we fully agree on it, um, and they end up coming in real short. You know, and you know that's the problem here. We, you know, real short podcasts. Really, really, yeah. More than your um, commute, which is probably nothing now. We've been extremely focused, and we haven't gone on any tangents. And 
You know, it's just no uh, metaphors at all uh, this time. Effectively, what we have done is given uh, purposely given you the experience of this movie of giving you an expectation and then for the entire runtime just failing baby so you've gotten the uh, cocaine bear experience by listening to this podcast that is how much we care about your financial health yeah is that we didn't want you to miss out if you didn't get a chance to watch this on your streaming platform because let's say it's on amc plus or one of the loser platforms that no one's ever going to sign up for what a dumb idea go ahead and merge who cares um so with that like ben said i'm sorry ben, i did mean to stop on you there please let us know what goofy animal related movies we need to see check us out uh, let us know on our facebook page alan smithy film review you can of course also listen to all of our podcasts alan smithy film review.com all 100 and of them uh since 2016 2016 <laughs> and uh Oh boy, seven years. Seven of magic. years this July, seven man. Years of magic. And uh, of course, listen to us. Let your friends know we're on every uh, streaming platform that matters Apple, Google, Spotify, and the other ones. Um, but we really want to hear from you. So please go on over to Facebook, light us up, just trauma dump all of your favorite schlocky animal movies. Sharknadoes. Yeah, which, by the way, I think there's another one coming. Is there really? Uh, <laughs> and this one has, like, time travel or something. It's it, They're like, we, we've already jumped the sharks by putting them in the tornado. Let's go for every trope. <laughs> and also, let us know, this is going to be a big year. There's a lot of movies coming out this year. Um, Dungeons & Dragons is coming out. The new Indiana Jones is coming up. John Wick's you know, coming, coming out. You got the you Renfield got movie coming Super out. Mario Super Brothers. Mario Brothers. We got, we got a lot of stuff. What are you excited about? What do you need to make sure that we are definitely covering? Uh, because I'll tell you right now, my friend Jess, I was telling you before, uh, shout out Newfoundland. Um, she said, are you guys doing a thing for, uh, actually, she said, uh, I, I said, I was going to, I saw Quantumania. She goes, oh, really? What would you give it a score from one to four? And I was like, ha, 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 using the old, uh, the old rating level, but it's We okay. have fans. Yep. Plural, folks. And uh, so uh, just check us out. Let us know. And uh, let us know what we need to go see. And if, if, if for some reason Ben is on another continent. Uh, Could happen. Or, or in another city. Could and we're happen. not able to do it. Uh, I'll fill in. Um, and, and drag one of my other friends into, into a podcast. If it's that important to you and you bring it up to us, we'll know. Um, but hopefully, hopefully we have some magic coming up. Now the Oscars are coming up. If they are. Um, March 12th. March 12th. Yeah. And so I don't know what your weekend's looking like. I've seen, uh, I've seen a couple of those movies. Think the women talking is the only thing non- a movie I haven't seen that from the best picture list. Okay. You've seen you a couple of them, I yeah, think. I've seen, uh, well, I haven't seen a lot of them, but you know me. I made sure to watch all the documentaries. <laughs> uh, but anyways, stay tuned. We'll, we'll try to work out something for the Oscars this year. Sure. I don't know if we'll do a live stream like uh, Chris and I did last year, but maybe. That was super fun. You can come over to the house and, and uh, we can do the Oscars. Or otherwise, we'll do a podcast for it. Because I know, I know how much fun you guys have uh, playing along with us to see uh, how badly Ben beats me on his Oscar Listen, I'm not. Year. there was one year where I saw all the films. I wanted to all check it off the bucket list. I saw all the films, all the shorts, all the docs, all yeah. the, the music nominees. It was tough, but I did it. And now I'm just not going to do it anymore. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'll see whatever movies that interest me. Right. But it was like, like okay, I did, I, I've been all 50 states. Yeah. I don't, don't want to visit all of them again, right. necessarily. 
it's it's just a check of the box kind of thing. So a check of the box. Yeah, check of the box. Now this year the, there's about ten nominations I yeah. think for best picture. Like the Fablemans is on there. I think Ooh. Avatar is on there. Yeah. Triangle of Sadness. Tar. Oh, um, by the way, but can I see your, Oh, dude, you guys should see his new Fableman tattoo. It's really cool. Well, He's I mean, a big Spielberg fan, y'all. Yeah, he how can you loves not be, Steve? Yeah, Steve. He just says Steve here. Good old Steve. Good old Steve. He just says Steve, and then then on on top of the word Steve is an Amblin Entertainment baseball cap. Um, so all right, I've, I've had enough. I've I've, I've clearly too hyped up on uh, uh, the Mountain Dew Mellow Yellow, whatever I had in there. You had some caffeine. I had some caffeine. You had to match the cocaine and, uh, bear's excitement. Yeah, I'm trying to get to that energy level. I drank a Bang Energy drink earlier today. Did you really? Yes. Oh, you're riding. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, you had, you know, uh, we we are committed to uh, giving you guys the best experience we can. As you know, as podcasters, we want you guys to know we are willing to sacrifice our health and happiness to bring you our most. Va- not, hey, hey, not you. I'm talking to you. Yes, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You are our favorite listener. Hey, hey. And we're doing this for you. You pr- no, not you. You yes, yes. Thank you very much. This is what caffeine does to Damien. Apparently. Um, so, anyways, coming to you from the F-150 studios, beautiful Northgate Mall in Hickson, right. Tennessee. I'm Damien. I'm Ben. We will catch you guys next time. Bye. Look at that. 59 seconds. We didn't do uh, 59 minutes. We didn't do an hour. An hour. People say we got to keep it underneath an hour. <laughs> We're keeping it underneath an hour. We're still talking, apparently. Under no circumstances will this podcast ever go beyond an hour. Because people said for us not to do that. And so we're not going to have hour-long podcasts. People like Jessica Coleman. People like, oh, we uh, don't do last names. I'll have to beef that out. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we got to make sure that our, our listener, we're listening to our listeners. We're giving them what they want. They said, hey, man, these hour-long podcasts, too long. And I said, you know what? We're here for you. We're, we're here, here, here for you. Saying. We understand completely. So under no circumstances will this podcast atom- be longer yeah. 